What's going on? Welcome to the All-American Chelsea Podcast. I am the captain, the leader, the legend of all things you see. All-American Chelsea, what's going on, boys and girls? How are you? Coming to you from beautiful Miami, Florida on Christmas fucking Eve. Starting off this podcast with a little run the jewels. Merry fucking Christmas. Begging to get famous. Get your dignity dirty and left orphan. Sanity on the fringe of the I couldn't leave you guys on uh on Christmas vacation, on Christmas break. Uh, on when everybody's eating, chilling with the fam. I couldn't leave you guys alone. I had to come. I had to hit you guys with something. So, oh my god. I'm coming over. I'm getting over a little bit of a cold. It's standard. It's, it's normal. It's normal. Every year, Christmas time, every year, I always get a head cold. I always get sinus issues right around this time. Every year is mandatory. It's, it's normal. It's normal. It always happens to me. My wife's got it. My son's got it. We all got it. I think I'm coming out of the other end of it. I think I'm getting over it finally. But uh, but we here. We here. This is a this is a my commitment to you guys. My commitment to myself to always hit you guys with a new episode of the podcast um, once a week. That's gonna change soon. I gotta. I'm gonna be starting a new show January first. Uh, I'm going to hit you with a weekly show, another show. Um, I'm excited. I mean, I'm not, you know, announcing anything or like uh, officially what it is, but it's going to be another show I'm going to be hitting you guys with. I could say January 1st, but it's going to be in January. Uh, I'm still working out some a few things on my end on getting it going, and then I'm going to hit you guys with it. So what's up, guys? I'm my son is showing up nobody no as you can see this this podcast is not i'm gonna tell you right now i I had a guest schedule this was supposed to be uh the podcast where i got um the former premier league player and I, i guess well there's my sister my phone is on right now let me mute it let me text my sister as you can see this is you already know what type of podcast this is gonna be uh this is off the cuff a little bit more relaxed, a little bit more normal, not anything too serious, but, uh, here, look, I'll call you back, I'll call you back, yeah, so this podcast, I was supposed to get the, uh, former Premier League player, uh, from Leicester, his name is Matt Piper, um, he used to play for Leicester. I actually hit him up a few years back when Leicester won the title on YouTube. I commented under one of his videos. He uh, he was um, he was uh, you know like happy and he made a video about Leicester and I hit him up. Then I commented on the videos. He responded and then I was like, you know what? I always had him in the back of my mind about coming onto the podcast. And um, I hit him up and he responded and he said he was going to come on. But I knew from the beginning when I saw when I first hit him up, I I didn't pay attention to the date. And then once I realized the date, I knew 
that there was a good chance that there was going to be an issue um, either on his end or my end because of the timing of the game. This is the holiday time. And so he's got a family. I got a family. So I, I anticipated a little bit of a scheduling conflict and um, it turned out to be. So no big deal. We're going to get him on the podcast uh, sometime in the future, uh, probably when we play Lester again, and we'll get his insights on the match. It's all like I want to get him on the podcast just so I can ask him how do you know, like take me into the mind of a pro game week. What's going on during the match? What's going on? Like how 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 does how are, is another human being? perceiving the same event that I'm watching um you know like what's his perspective on 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 the match what what's he seeing what is he not seeing all right buddy so so this is my thoughts I'm not gonna be doing like a an in-depth post-match review on the game um like I normally would this is just my thoughts and opinions um on the match this is gonna be a short shortened version of the podcast because i actually got a bounce to go to my parents house they live about an hour and a half away so just a little something just a little something for you guys uh for the holidays and again to those of you who celebrate christmas merry christmas to my listeners who don't celebrate christmas they celebrate another you know uh religious holiday or whatever i'm not i'm not the i'm not gonna be the one that raise I'll, i'll be the first to raise my hand and say yo I don't know all the different uh, holidays and religions that everybody celebrates or doesn't celebrate. I, I, I apologize, you know, but it is what it is. And uh, if you do, you do. If you don't, that's OK, too. We're all welcome. We're all family here. You know, we're all. Uh, we're all family. So. What is my thoughts and opinions on the Leicester City match that we lost 1-0 first? My first, while I'm watching the game, I'm just keeping an eye. So I'm watching the game here in the States, and I don't know about, you know, like how Sky does it or, or you know, what's the other one? BBC. I, I don't know how the rest of the world, um, how you guys watch the matches, if you guys have, like, uh, scores during the game. But here in the States, we have... On NBC, on the top right-hand corner, it shows you, like, the scores of the other matches. So, I'm paying attention. I'm seeing Manchester City losing by one, losing by two. I, 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 point being, I'm watching Manchester City. So, in my mind, I'm watching the game. I'm like, holy shit. We can close the gap um, to Manchester City and to Liverpool. And it's not so much close the gap to win the trophy, but necessarily close the gap to get us away from the the fourth place position. The closer we can to be the first, the better. Again, the objective of this season, sign Eden Hazard, which every day that passes, every minute that passes, I'm getting more and more skeptical and more and more pessimistic that Eden Hazard is going to leave us at the end of the season. It just is what it is. Like, ah. I'm terrified about it, about it, but what can we do? Um, sign and go to contact. We did that. Establish sorry ball. We're doing that. Um, top four. We're in that. Win some type of trophy. We're 
currently doing that. Carabao Cup, Europa League, I mean, and the Premier League. I mean, if if we're looking at it correctly, like we're in those three competitions to win a trophy. However realistic or unrealistic the Premier League is. So the closer we can be to first, the better. Because, you know, we're guaranteed if we fight for the trophy, we're absolutely going to finish in the top four. So I'm like, fuck. Let's see if we could get top four, top four, top four. Uh, damn, here we go. Here's an opportunity to close the gap between where we're at, fourth, and first. And we go go down. And like, so the first half, and this keeps on, ha- this keeps happening to this team. I don't know what it is. Rudiger spoke about it. Um, here, I'll play it right now. Here we go. Here's Antonio Rudiger about. Well, I'll get to it in a second. So, we go a goal down. It's like the first half, we're on fire. We're controlling the match. David Luiz, let's take a second there. I think Nini tweeted today that David Luiz is going to be leaving on a free this summer. And I hope, I really, really hope that he doesn't leave um, because he provides... First of all, just on the pitch, his passing yesterday was on point. God damn it, was it good? He was he was folk. He was in that game yesterday. Yesterday, Saturday, he was in that game in the Leicester game. Oh, sorry about that. He was in the match. So if we, but what he provides on the he, he he he's like i feel like our defense minus alonzo alonzo's another issue but these guys are all i feel like i never question if they're dying for this club i david luiz rudiger aspie whether they're having good games or not i always feel like they're doing everything possible to represent chelsea football club to the highest ability, to the highest, uh, to their abilities. Week in, week out, whether they play great or not, I never question the heart. I never question their intensity. I never question their focus. Yes, I know. I know. We had a few weeks of Cesard. We weren't sure if his form, same thing with David Luiz, you know, Rudiger. I know these guys are they're not infallible. They have their ups and downs, but for the most part, over generally speaking, you never question the heart and mentality of Rudiger, Aspie, and David Luiz. So th- these guys, David Luiz was on fire, but I just felt like once, one, like the second half started, and that fire was gone. It was like, what the hell happened? What the hell happened? We were controlling the match end to end we were controlling the match and yeah we were we were we weren't we didn't have too many shots on goal but I didn't feel like we were in any danger to lose but that's the problem that's the problem right there I feel like this team I feel like there's a group of I I haven't pinned down exactly who the group of guys are well I have an idea who they are but I feel like there's like a like this energy 
within the within the squad, within the within the the starting eleven, that they're front runners. They have a very front runner mentality. And what I mean by that is, as long as I'm ahead, I feel good. As long as I feel like I'm ahead, I feel good. When anything goes to the contrary, it's a different type of mentality that you need to fight back, to stand up and say no. It ain't going down like that. We saw it last year. I specifically remember the moment where I knew we were going to win against Southampton last year when we were losing, what was it, 3-0, was it? I think it was 3-0. No, we were losing 2-0. We ended up winning 3-2. When it was like in the 70th minute when Eden Hazard went to go get the ball and he threw it at the Southampton player. He was pissed. You could tell Eden Hazard was pissed. At that moment, I knew that, oh shit, things are about to change. And I feel like we suffer from not having that mentality. We don't have that mentality throughout the game. It's like sometimes I feel like we need to get punched in the mouth before we wake up. And it can't. It, 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 we can't do that. We don't have enough goal scorers where... You know, if Eden Hazard is not on his game or he's being marked off, or he's being, you know, um, if the other team is, you know, tactically marking him out of the game, you know, doing whatever they got to do to get him out of the game, we don't have, you know, anybody else around him to step up the play. And it's just like, fuck, man, like, what the hell is going on? What the hell is going on? Like, we, you can't be a front runner. You can't be a front runner. Think back. Like, when we had Drogba, when we had Lampart, when we had Terry, when we had Petr Cech, in every group of the field, you had a leader there that was going to turn to the man next to him and say, nah, it's not going down like that. It's not going down like that. We have it in defense. We don't have it in midfield, and we don't have anybody up front. Unfortunately, Eden Hazard is not that guy. Eden Hazard is not Cristiano Ronaldo, where he's going to, what I like to call, like, turn up and then spike the ball in your face. You know? Turn up, do what he said. He's not, we don't have a Conor McGregor in the midfield and in in the front. And what I mean by Conor McGregor is like, we don't have that attitude. In defense, we have it. Rudiger has it. Rudiger, uh, uh, David Luiz has it. Cesar has it. Again, these guys are human beings. They don't have to, they're never all gonna be play. This is not FIFA. But the mentality, the heart is always, that personality is always gonna be there. You know? Um, we don't have it in the midfield. Jorginho's not that guy. Kante, for sure, is not that guy. Uh, Kovacic, not that guy. Up front, Pedro, not that guy. Hazard, William, they're not it. So, in times, we need that guy. That guy's going to turn around and do a Ronaldo. Turn around and point to everybody and say, don't worry, I'm here. I got this. Michael Jordan, there's a famous story with Michael Jordan. For those of you who don't know who Michael Jordan is, he's arguably the best basketball player of all time. Where Phil Jackson 
it was Phil Jackson uh, took over for the Chicago Bulls. And it was a game where the Chicago Bulls were going to lose. It was Phil Jackson's first year. Phil Jackson was the coach of the Chicago Bulls when the Chicago Bulls had their epic run of six championships. Michael Jordan, uh, the Bulls were losing. And Phil Jackson was on the bench and he's scheming and planning and he's going up. And apparently Michael Jordan turned to him and says, hey, don't worry, I'm here. I got it. You ain't losing this game. Went out, did what he said he was going to do, turned to Phil Jackson at the end of the game and said, I told you, we weren't going to lose this game. That mentality to say, no, 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 is not happening like that. It's not going down that way. Hold on a second. Oh, boy. So I'm back. Anyways, we don't have anybody that says, no, 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 no. It's not going down like that. We don't. We may have, you know, we have people who are capable of that at a hazard. You know, we have we have a guy that's capable of that, but we don't have a guy. It, see, with team sports, it's very different from when you're when you're when you're competing against another human being it's a test between you and me who lasts longer like for example i competed in brazilian jiu-jitsu for years um and when you're competing against another guy or another human you look at that human and you say brother there is nothing you can i said this i used to say this i i i identify with those people because i feel like that's the attitude that i carry where i could look you in the eye and say brother there's not a damn thing you could do that's gonna stop what's about to happen to you and that that energy and it, it, it you're just locked into the other dude you're locked into the competition and you're just fighting to see who could last the longest who's gonna who's gonna come out on top who's gonna survive and once the other person breaks and you see it, you both know it happened. All you have to do from that point is pour it on or maintain where you're at and the other person is going to wilt. In team sports, it's not that it's not that easy. You need a group of people to have that mentality. To look to those who don't have the mentality. Say, I got you. Follow me. I got you. And right now, we don't we don't have it. We don't have a group of guys or a guy in every in every position, well, a positional group that's going to look to those who are having bad games and say, I got you. I mean, here's Rudiger speaking on it. Such a contrast to your last home game here in the Premier League when you beat Manchester City. Yeah, it's a good question. Like uh, maybe it's a lack of mentality. I don't know. Your side hit the post. They hit the crossbar. There were several chances. Were you just unlucky today, or were you not clinical enough? Not clinical enough, and uh, yeah, stupid. You heard what he said? Not clinical enough, 
lack of mentality this is what we're talking about. Exactly what we're talking about here. So it's just tough, man. It, it's just like we had an opportunity to win, to 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 gain on the top of the table, and we let it slip. And it's not like we're not good enough. It's not like this team is not good enough. We should be beating teams like Leicester. Leicester's a mid-table, t- uh, a mid-table club. We just fucking beat Manchester City. They're supposed to be the best, a generational talent. A gener- We just beat them. We just beat them. If we have enough to beat Manchester City, we have enough to beat Leicester any day of the week. Hey! I apologize. Hey! Shut up. Quiet. Hey! So, I told you guys it's going to be that type of podcast today. Um, We have enough. So, and then we have, who else? Aspie talking after the game. Listen to what he has to say. We hit the bar, we hit the posts. Were we unlucky today? Well, obviously, I'm really disappointed with the, with the result. It's true that uh, we had uh, chances to to score a goal and to, to win the game, but uh, uh, the truth is that uh, uh, they were efficient, they arrived, they scored, and obviously after this they, they hold the, the result until then. It almost felt like half-time came at the wrong time for us. That was just when we were building a bit of momentum and then things changed in the second half. Any explanation as to why that was the case? Uh, we finished the first half very well. We were in control uh, of the game. We had chances. We were dangerous. And then half-time arrived. I think we started well the second half, but uh, after five, six minutes, we conceded the goal. Then their plan uh, had... Uh, they were more comfortable, obviously, with the one nil. Uh, his plan was to to defend well and to counter, and obviously we were trying to to find the solution to score the equalizer and build up and and win the game. But uh, we were not able to to even score the one one, and obviously we we were in trouble. We've seen with other results today just how tight the Premier League is in general. Something like this can always happen. I guess the key is how you bounce back. <clears throat> Sorry. I, I got to get over this shit, man. I hate this. I hate being sick. So that was Aspie talking about the match. And it's just like, fuck. Like, we need, we just weren't good enough. I put it on Twitter. Just not good enough. Lots more work to do. And... You know, guys like William, guys like Pedro, guys like Marcus Alonso. Like, come on, man. Like, we need to, these are the positions we need to improve on. We need somebody. We need a striker. I love Eden Hazard. I, I, I said it on the Attacking 2 podcast that it, I'd rather have Hazard on the pitch than not. But we need a striker. His best position is at left wing. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Maurizio, sorry. Far be it for me to tell Maurizio, sorry. Who's better at attacking? And, and far be it for me to tell um, Alan Shearer, because Alan Shearer said this at the end of the match. Uh, check this out. Where do I have it here? I mean... Alan Shearer knows more about a 
attacking football, knows more about football than I do. He has more football knowledge in his pinky toe than I do throughout my whole entire body. But this was his, I, I took exception to this observation. Check this out. Six league games, Alan. It's yeah, a, other, a than problem. Al- other than Alonso and Hazard, yeah. um, not too much creativity all afternoon. Oh. Um, other than Alonso, other than Alonso, I'm sorry. I am so sorry. This dude, I've had it with this dude. I've had it with this dude. He just doesn't do anything. He doesn't do anything. That shot at the end of the, it, it's every week. It's every week he takes a shot on goal. He hits the post. Last what was the last game against Brighton? He hit the post. And as if that is supposed to erase the the the, the bad the mad match that he had. It's <clears throat> as if we're that's it. That's it. Oh, he hit the post. He had a shot. That's it. Bro, like I understand what Sari says that, you know, you got to think about height. You have to think about other facets of the game, why Emerson gets to start over Alonzo, but Alonzo doesn't do it for me. I'm sorry. I, I, it's time we need to see Emerson. And if you're Emerson, if you're Callum Hudson-Odoi, who's watching William, who's watching Pedro, um, if you're... If you're Giroud, if you're Morata, if you're anybody who's not getting on the pitch, you have to, Where where's their mentality to step up their game whenever they can? When you're in the Europa League, that's your time to shine. That's your time to show, sorry, I deserve to be in the Premier League starting 11. And, you know, Ruben did it. Ruben got into this game. I mean, I still praise Ross Barkley. Even though, you know, some may may, may not like his, his uh, style of play, this, that, or the other, I look at his mentality. Ross Barkley did everything asked to do and performed to the best of his abilities to force Maurizio Sarri to consider him over Ruben Loftus-Cheek, to consider him instead of Kovacic to get into the starting 11. Now, once he's there and once he's on the pitch, that's a completely different argument. And Ruben has turned the corner. Ruben is forcing Sorry to get him into the starting 11. But Emerson, take note from these guys. When you're in the Europa League, ball out. When you're in practice, ball out. Perf- look at Marcus Alonso and say, brother, there's not a goddamn thing that you're gonna you can do to stop me from getting into that Premier League starting 11. If you're if you're Morata. You need to, for as long as you're on this team, you need to do everything within your power to force Maurizio Sarri's hand in getting you into that starting 11. Because I love Eden Hazard, but to me, he's not a striker. He is a left winger. He needs to be having the ball out wide, having the ball as as far up the pitch as possible, and cutting in and taking on players. And he just can't do that in the middle. He can't. He can't do it in the middle. Yes, once he gets the ball and he has and he's able to to turn and go on to goal, face the goal, he's you know, he's he's the best on our team. One of the best in the world. But as striker, you you don't have an opportunity to do that. When you pick up the ball on the wings, think about it. 
you pick up the ball on the wings, you have a long time to turn and face the goal. You have a lot more time to work. When you're playing in front of the goal, you don't have that much time. You don't have that much time to to, to turn and go. So I, I this just this just loss was just frustrating. You know, I don't mind the team losing if they've done everything in their power, if they've given everything that they got to win. And you know what? It was unfortunate. The ball bounced. The ball bounced is round for a reason. It just didn't bounce our way. But it was just this 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 match they didn't they didn't turn up. So that's it. That's all I got for uh the, it's just, like I said it was going to be a short podcast. I just wanted to you know get you guys a little something for uh the holidays while you're sitting there while your cousins are are giving you an ear beating on Chelsea while the families, you know, bullshitting. I just wanted to get you guys with a little something to not leave you lonely on uh, on the holidays and um I'm going to be coming back again. I'm going to be recording on Wednesday. Wednesday is a very special podcast. It's the first podcast where a listener is going to be joining me live. Uh, the homie Joshua Banks. He was actually the first person to ever. My little brother was the first person to be to ever be on the podcast. And he's going to be the first live podcast. He's actually coming in. Uh, from Boston to Miami to hang out with me for the holidays or for a couple of days after the holiday after Christmas and we're gonna do a we're gonna watch the game together and we're gonna be recording a podcast after together live so that's gonna be exciting Josh is always uh you know he has the distinction of being the first being the first guest on the first episode and he's gonna have the distinction of being the first guest on the first live version of the podcast uh so i'm excited for that and uh i'll talk to you guys again soon i love you have a great day enjoy the rest of your day and i'll talk to you guys again soon big kiss
mic in my hand And I'm chilling and cooling just like the snowman So open 